Black entrepreneurs, I'm going to say it again, black entrepreneurs, it's something that maybe you don't see every day, but I'd certainly like you to. Today's episode is going to be the longest that we've ever done here at Things You Don't See Every Day with Chris Taliaferro. But it's worth it because I have three interviews with three dynamic black entrepreneurs that absolutely deserve the spotlight and have wonderful and interesting perspectives. My first guest is going to be Quadria Marie from On The Cue Productions. Let's take a listen. Hello and welcome to Things You Don't See Every Day with Chris Taliaferro. I am the aforementioned Chris Taliaferro, and joining me today is the CEO of On The Q Productions, a premier media company, Miss Quadria Marie. Quadria, how are you today? Yes, I'm doing fine, Chris. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. Um, I'm so glad you could uh, you could make it today. Um, mm-hmm. Glad to have you here. Um, really glad to talk about uh, On the Q Productions. Um, but before we get into the brand, um, mm-hmm. I just kind of wanted to get a little background. Um, why don't you tell me uh, what exactly? Um, h- how did you get your start in mm-hmm. media? And uh, just kind of just mm-hmm. kind of take me back to your uh, beginnings in, um, in 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 media. Oh uh, well, if you want to go way back. You know, to the beginning, um, I've always had an interest in like doing news and media ever since I was like five or six years old. Mm-hmm. Um, when you meet my mom, you can talk to her about it. She'll definitely tell you. Okay. But um, I had days where I would use her legs pretty much and pretend like on the bed that I was you would, a news reporter. You would use like, on you Fox would, Five. You news. would use her legs. Yeah, like she would, you know, like laying like laying down on her side. Okay. And you know, you know, your legs kind of bend a little bit. Okay. I would go behind her. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I thought, didn't give me that look. Like. <laughs> I, you know, you know what I envisioned. Like, I thought like yeah. she was like under a blanket, maybe, yeah. and your head was poking out of the top of the blanket, uh-huh. and you were like pretending that they were like her legs yeah. or your legs, and that yeah. made you taller, so you'd be a reporter. Like, wow, look that's at a, me yeah, that's with a these, great story. with <laughs> these tall legs. I am a reporter. That's what I envisioned. Well, I already when had you... long. I already had long legs. Okay. As a kid, but um, okay. So, so but yeah, you, I would pretend. So I would you, use her like I guess as like a desk, sort of her okay. legs as a desk. That's, okay. that's what I meant. Right. Okay. So, so yeah. Okay. Now I can I can picture. Yeah, it. you can envision it. Better. So it was a yeah. it was a desk made of flesh. Yeah, if a you flesh want a desk. <laughs> flesh desk. <laughs> It Sounds flesh like desk. some type of zombie thing, but um, fl- flesh desk yeah, rated PG thirteen. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> but in yeah. a world where all the desks are made of flesh, <laughs> flesh desk. Well, fle- oh, flesh, flesh desk, desk sounds yeah. like flash dance. Yes. Well, that's a whole other yeah. <laughs> Um, Jessica Beals and fle- well, flesh yeah. desk. Okay, it could either be a zombie movie or <laughs> yeah, it could be like desk. an X rated like flesh. Yeah, let's, like, let's not go there since you know we're talking about my mom. <laughs> flesh desk. Okay, no. Um. So anyway, yeah, yeah, I would say you know that's what it pretty much what I would say it started from. Okay. You know, from there and things. Um, I was always into English. Like that was always my favorite um subject in school. Like I couldn't stand math, and I s- still don't. To mm, I'm not a fan. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Not a Never fan. have been. No. You know, I, triangles, all that shit either. I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't do it. But, yeah, that's where it pretty much um, started from there. And then when I got in high school, 
I got introduced to like TV production class. So oh, I was really okay. into that. So that's kind of where I started. You know, shout out to uh, Columbia High School in uh, Maplewood. So it was so. <laughs> uh, it was, was it was it a robust program or? Well, it was it was something I I was I always had some type of you know interest in. Like it wasn't like a requirement or anything. Okay. No, I no, no. I mean, but what, like how 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 expansive yeah. was it? Like, can you kind of go through? Well, I think what... they, from what I remember, I think there was like two classes. I think I think like my freshman year or something like that and then again my sophomore year okay so it's like i guess like an advanced probably class of it Mm -hmm. but i took that and that's why i pretty much got my start um you know learning like video editing and sure that's when i really got you know into it but from there um i when i you know graduated and things i went to the the institute of audio research okay so i started getting more into the music side but Mm -hmm. even when i was into music i still had courses even there that was based on like video production and stuff sure so i still got a taste of how to do you know to work in television and 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 media and engineering because they all they're all like kind of connected in certain ways you know Like, even though people go, like, their own routes, someone mm-hmm. might want to go into music production or versus video production. I was into, like, into both. Both, right. You know, so at the time, a, 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 I thought a, a, I was going to be, like, the next, you know, uh, you know, the female Neptunes, you know, Pharrell. And, <laughs> okay. You know, this is, like, oh, 2005-ish. Sure, You know, sure. I'm giving away my age, but... Nah, that's okay. You know, that's back okay. back then, I, it was really, like, hip-hop was really... Uh, you know, big as far as you know, music production. Everybody right. wants and, to be a and, and as and as we know, hip hop is not big anymore. It yeah, is... oh yeah, definitely not. It's, you know, it's a small small scale. No one even knows what hip hop is. You know? What's that? <laughs> yeah. Is that what bunnies do? I don't even know. Well, you know, bunnies do. You know, hip hop. But they, they, well, they 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 hop. Well, yeah, hippity hop. Hippity hop. Hippity yeah, hop. Yeah. They do. Yeah. Okay. Do they? No, as, as they're going to the to the grass, right? Uh, do, do you do you go to the grass? Well, that's, well I, I go to my own type of grass. Oh, we're not gonna, we're not gonna... Uh, well, mm, 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 yeah. Mm. Let's get back to. Um, but that's yeah, yeah, your, yeah that's, your that's where it's, that's why I guess like I started team production and I went to IR mm-hmm. and then from there I went to Caldwell University. Okay. So I majored in communication arts. Okay. So that's pretty much where I can say really started started where like, I, that's the solidified my, yeah because all you know my major was that so all my courses outside of the basics you know history and art history and all that shit like that it was focused on you know the arts okay so i i got to get really into my element so that's when i really started doing interviews i interviewed my uncle um just people in the music industry that i, I knew and um we got to you know work on different um soundboards I got to do TV production again. Mm-hmm. So I was the director. My my teacher, at professor, uh, Mr. Gaines, he actually put me right into the uh, the director role. Okay. Like the first day of class. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everybody's kind of like, you know, nervous, whatever. Uh-huh. And he's just like, Quad, why don't you be director? Like the hardest fucking role <laughs> in the whole TV production. You know what I mean? Because you're the one that's pretty much, you're guiding, ev- you know, everything. Right. The right. anchors, the producers, the cameramen. Sound guys, tech, everything. You're 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 overseeing it all. Yeah, so I had to do that, and I was just like this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> everyone's looking, but that's how much I guess he saw something in me, mm-hmm. where he he thought I was capable of being the first one to kind of lead that. What was it intimidating though? Well, yeah, it definitely was, but I had to, you know, step up, step the up plate. the plate. Yeah, you know, yeah. because everyone else is watching me, so it's just like, all right, let me try to set the tone, even though I really know what I was doing. I kind of mm-hmm. just had to like fake it till you make it. it, yeah, and go by his, uh, you know, his guidance and stuff. Sure. But I was most comfortable being 
on on camera, which I still am today. Okay. Like I love behind the scenes. I love you know videotaping and being the one to you know do the edits and all that stuff. But I feel most comfortable when I'm in front of the camera. Uh, what's you know? what's uh, what's a few of your or maybe one of your uh, favorite uh, on screen projects that you've worked on? Uh, I'm just trying to think. Um, I would say now I, I like what I'm doing with my on the queue productions. Okay. You know, I had a company called Scholar Media before. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, um, they still call me Scholar to this day. Right. Because that's where, I, you know, I started. But that's what I like the most when, when I'm able to interview. You mm-hmm. know, I've done other events and red carpets and stuff like that. Yeah. But I feel best when I'm actually doing like almost like an Oprah style yeah. Um. Sit down interview. Yeah. Like when I do red carpets, everything is quick. You can't get into his, you know, history. It's you know, what are you wearing tonight? <laughs> you know, Grammy type of shit where you're just looking at someone and oh, you know, oh, you look good tonight. You know, what I mean, uh, yeah, check, you know, check out those shoes. You know, you guys look good together. You know, what I mean, it's and there's nothing wrong with that, but it's just this, you know, you know, you just have to. You know, keep it moving. You just have to, like, keep up, the, you know, the pace, whatever. Right. But I like to sit, like I said, I like to sit down like we're doing and being able to, uh, you know, to talk to One different guests. And, yeah. yeah. And I feel really good with the guests who really open up and share, like, personal things that's going on with them. Right. That they're able to connect with, with people. Mm-hmm. Um. Now you've been doing mm-hmm. the podcast for how long now? Well, I've been I've been doing um, this on the queue for uh, just this year. Mm-hmm. I just um, started. I just started this, this on the queue productions last year. Right. But like I said, I had Scholar Media. Right. And I did. I started that like in 2014. Mm-hmm. But it was like my first time. Right. You know, what I'm saying starting yeah. a you know some type of business. So sure. you know, I, I there's things that I you know could have done you know better. Of course. And Everything's even now, you know, I'm still yeah. learning. You know now how to, you know, improve on it and things I can do different and it's still it's still learning. No, it's still I, learning I think process, I think so. I think I think life is is a learning process. Yeah. And I think that mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you're not learning, you're not really growing, you know, you, you right. can't you can't stagnate. You can right, always you, you can always strive to be mm-hmm. better and, and you know be more polished in, in your work right. or mm-hmm. um you know there's there's always a way to uh, to improve yourself and you should always yeah. be looking for those things, you so should. I, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with, mm-hmm. you know, saying, "Hey, you know, I, uh, you know, I need to improve in, in this, improve in that." Right. Anyway, it shows a sense of humility and, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I, I, you know, honestly, maturity. A lot of, I think it's a, a, mm-hmm. a type of maturity that a lot of people don't have. So I think it's, I think yeah. it's completely, and I look, you know, yeah. I look forward to, you know, the changes and things that will come. Yeah, and I'm in. You know, as you know, I'm in. I'm in school now. I'm almost finished. Mm-hmm. Um, the community business academy. Right. So even though I I have like a business degree, I still thought like it doesn't hurt for me to to supplement to still to learn, especially now during this you know this pandemic. Yeah. I said, well, you know, I I didn't have to pay really for the classes. I only paid for the course. Right. So that was an advantage too. Mm-hmm. And they want to help local, um, you know, black not just black but predominantly. You know, urban. like urban, yeah. you know, entrepreneurs. That's, that's, what, that's, that's what they say. They that's always what say, they ur- say urban, urban. But, you know, urban. they gave me black folk, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, shout out to, you know, black Latinos. But, um, <laughs> you know, that's that's they want to gear towards us because we don't get as much help. Right. You know, we, we do have a harder time getting um, loans and meeting the right, you know, people to help, you know, capitalists help fund us. And mm-hmm. we pretty much have to almost get our, get our, our funds up on our own. Right. 
Right. You know what I mean? We have to go into our own savings and we have to do fundraisers and just to uh, support our business. Right, right. Um, so uh, I don't want to uh, get you in any trouble, Please. but uh, <laughs> I, um, you know, I, I don't want mm-hmm. you to be accused of uh, picking favorites, but do you have a favorite guest that's been on your show so far? Mm. I'm trying to think who because to me all my you know I'm I'm so this is the, this is the 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 the, po- the political yeah. answer you're, you're right, doing the politician thing yeah. like, they're all yeah I mean my I, I am I'm just so appreciative of of <laughs> anyone who even wants to come you know on my show mm-hmm. like that makes me you know feel good sure to come on but I will say you know my 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 recent guest um Saxman. I would say is you know one that's, of my that's that's sax man. Sax. I just want to be yeah. clear. Uh. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I would say with him just because I know his his um his his journey mm-hmm. when he's you know everyone has journeys, but yeah. just what he's gone through. Um, a lot of other people may not have been able to uh to get to the to place get... that that he's at. Right. You know, he's still smiling and motivating people despite. Being in the hospital, despite having child, the you know, what I'm saying like right, you yeah. could be in the hospital and it, he'll still somehow post something to cheer up the next right, person, someone else's right? Day. And you wouldn't even know it. Mm-hmm. You'll just find out later that he just had a, a surgery, right? The hours before, wow. You know, so and you, and you never know what someone's going through, right? You know? And you that's, that's why my my own acute productions is focused on personal health, wellness, and fitness mm-hmm. because I think that's really important, especially now in the pandemic, to still maintain your health. Mm-hmm. You know, men- mentally, physically, spiritually, whatever—all those things are important mm-hmm. to uh, to keep yourself up because it's so much going on. You know, de- depression is a very real, real thing. Very, very and there's, real. Yeah, there's different levels. You know, of depression. There are people who can, you know, walk around happy on you know on the outside. Not saying they're not. They're completely like down and out. Mm-hmm. They're able to function. You know, as a de- uh, depressed person. Yeah. It's sometimes because they have to. They have to get up and take care of the house and, you know, go to work and do the laundry and, they, you know the, what I'm yeah, saying? They, and not yeah, and sure. really want to break down, but mm-hmm. they feel like they have to. Yeah. So, you know, I just tell people to watch out for the people in your life because there's a lot of people like that. Right. You know, depression is not just someone who just stays in, 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 uh, bed, in bed all day. All day. Yeah. And drugged up. Right. You know what I'm saying? There are plenty of depressed people. That are just, you know, going about their right, day. day you right, know, You know, high functioning. Right. You know, and you, you might never know. Right, unless you ask them, you know, what's going on with them. Right. right. And I, I try to always reach out, you yeah. know, to people. I know that um, you were, you know, just talking about your most recent episode uh, mm-hmm. with Saxman. I know that that was something that you guys were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, just reaching out to people right, um, yeah. and not being afraid to uh, to make a friend and to be friend yeah. to, to be I think to be friendly I think friendly, speci- right. specifically mm-hmm. is what you guys were saying. Mm-hmm. And um, I just really think that's you know such an important sentiment because uh, you know particularly these days um, you know, we, we are so isolated and so within ourselves. Mm. Um, I don't mean to sound like an old man, but you know, we're all, well, you know, we're all, you said it, we're, we're all, but, you know, <laughs> but we're all, we're all looking yeah, at our, yeah. at our phones and we're mm-hmm. all just absorbed in our phones and our thing. And, yeah. you know, it's mm-hmm. definitely beneficial, I think, uh, you know, from a mental health perspective mm-hmm. to, um, to, to kind of break out of that and seek out mm-hmm. others, um, to seek out those real world connections and friends. Um, yeah. Get out, get out your phone. 
Yeah. And actually talk to people. And I know it's more difficult now because because of the pandemic. We're and... pretty much enclosed. But this is there's still no reason for you not to reach out to people. Right. You know, you st- even if you have to use your phone, you still have video chats and FaceTime and Right. And I, I think I think uh more importantly, mm-hmm. uh well not not even necessarily more importantly, but another important uh, mm-hmm. point is um when we be, even though we are in our phones and on our screens and mm-hmm. even though there is a pandemic which is forcing us to be in the house mm-hmm. um we can still use those screens in in a effective way and mm-hmm. and what i mean by that is um when you go on social media for example what type of what types of interactions are mm-hmm. you having yeah. are you using social media to connect with friends and family mm-hmm. and you know, share with them, talk to them, see how they are, mm-hmm. or are you sharing memes all day? And not to say there's anything wrong right, with memes. Right, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing yeah. wrong with memes, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, just speaking to, um, you know, those uh, t- feelings of isolation mm-hmm. we were just kind of discussing and, you know, depression and, you know, yeah. um, when you, even if it's, uh, you know, virtually um, or, you know, over Facebook or, or whatever mm-hmm. social media platform, having those connections to people um, can be so invaluable. Again, yeah, just g- going back, going back to your last episode again. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that uh, you, you know you and Saxman haven't seen each other in person right, in a few years, in a few actually, years yeah. but because mm-hmm. you have that um, that ongoing connection mm-hmm. on social media, you know, you still are able to kind of pick yeah. up where you left off. You know, and if you guys are talking, it's like right. you never left. You know, you know I what I mean? Left. So. You know, that's, I, I just, um, that's yeah. just really, I think is really, really important. I, you know, I'm, I'm glad, mm-hmm. I'm glad that you brought up, um, you know, you know, just talking about, you know, what you focus on, mm-hmm. not, brought up not only the physical aspects of, of wellness, but, um, yeah. you know, the mental as well. I, you know, it's just. Yeah, you just, you know, you just have to keep your, keep yourself, you know, going. And the important part of that is still reaching out to people before this happened. Right. right. Like still keep in contact. And of course you never know when that might be the last time. And not to get morbid, well, but I mean, what's it's, going on? But it's true. You don't true. want to, re- you know, regret. It's true. Oh, I, I thought about this person, but I, I decided not to reach out to them. Maybe there was a reason why you just thought of that person in that moment. Mm-hmm. And that's happened to me a lot, where I'll be thinking of someone, and next thing I know, they'll either text me, you know, and I'm just like, I was just thinking about you, like, right. you know what I mean? Like, I didn't yeah. tell this person in three months, and they just happened. All of a sudden. Hey, Qua, and I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> you know, there's just something, I don't know, universal, whatever going on. And you're just like, that's really odd. And then yeah. that's just like, okay, maybe we were, I was meant to talk to this person. And then, you know, you ask people how you're doing. Usually it's like, oh, I'm okay. Right. But then the next message is like, oh, I just lost my job. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, you know, my, you know, girlfriend just broke up with me. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And then all this comes out. Right. You know, and like the floodgates are open. Flood, and and yeah. I'm like, okay, sometimes it pays to just listen and just be there for, um, you know, for someone and not necessarily give advice, mm-hmm. but to just be there, you know, to listen. Sure. Because people, they, they may not feel comfortable talking to, you know, another loved one or whatever. They might feel comfortable talking to you yeah. as a friend or even as a stranger. You know, I've had strangers come up to me and just, just, and just open, just you know, open like we're in line, and I'm like, you know, hey, you know, just talking to them, and they just like all this stuff, <laughs> just, you know, all this information. I don't even know what these people are, right? But they just started saying all this, and I'm like, okay, like, all right, you know, maybe it was like it was meant for me to to be there that moment, just for them to re- release whatever that you know they were feeling in the inside. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, we are just about out of time, but before oh. we, well, you know, hey, listen, you know, we've, uh, I know you've got a busy schedule, you know, yeah. there's, there's a lot going on. We're out on, here hustling. You know? Yeah. Both of us making our money. Every so. day we're hustling. Yeah. Every day uh, we're hustling. That was a, that was a rap song by one of the, one of those rap guys, right? I believe yeah. it was. Yeah. yeah one of them. Just Rick wanna, Ross, that's all. Um, I, I, not, I don't know if I'm familiar with his, with his catalog. Yeah. Um, no, uh, <laughs> Um, so no, before, mm. but before, before we get out of here, um, mm. where can, uh, everyone find you mm. and on the Q productions? Okay. So I, I do have a Facebook page. Um, you could just type in on the Q productions. Um, I'm on Instagram as well. Um, on the Q productions, um, as well as, uh, Twitter, um, live on the Q. And I also have, um, a, a store. I have, I have leisure wear okay. that I have also for the brand. It's called Dress on the Q. Mm-hmm. So you can find that on uh, teespring.com um, backwards slash on the Q Productions. Okay. And there. So, you know, every bit of support. Is it a backwards counts. slash or a it's, forward slash? It's, it's, it's one of I think it's a forward slash. Yeah. I never know the difference. <laughs> so, so it's teespring.com yeah. forward, forward slash. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, on so the Q Productions. On the Q Productions. Yes. Are, are you on uh, YouTube? Yes, yes. Thank okay. you for reminding, you're wel- reminding you're me of that. You're welcome. Yeah. This is why I have a link tree, because I have all my accounts. <laughs> just one click. There you go. And you just go in there, and you can see everything in, in one spot. But yeah, I have I have a YouTube as well, and I'm updating that, you know, constantly, too. And that's where um, uh, the... Um, now, I know you stream the... Uh, mm-hmm. The podcast on Facebook Live, mm-hmm. but then you uh, you upload them uh, to uh, YouTube as well, correct? Right. Okay. Yeah. All so right. they're on there, and I have I have other motivational videos um, as well on there too. Okay. Okay. Quadria, this was a pleasure. Thank you for coming to the studio today. Yes. Thank you for having me. And uh, we got to have you back again sometime. Yes, I would I would love to come back <laughs> as many times. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Yes. All right, and. Uh, We'll be back right after this. I can honestly say that I don't think I've ever had as much fun and laughs during an interview with someone than I did when I interviewed the co-host of the Moosh Boosh podcast, More Sienna Please. I'm not going to give Sienna all of that credit. I, I can't because... Her dog, Chelsea, makes some key, key special appearances. So let's take a listen. Hello and welcome to Things You Don't See Every Day with Chris Taliaferro. I am the aforementioned Chris Taliaferro. And today I am being joined by a very, very, very special guest, a black entrepreneur that I am glad and proud to call a friend. More Sienna, please. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, man, that I'm great. Good. I'm great. Good. No, thank you. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate you being on the show. Thanks for having me. That was good. Your voice, like, I love it. It comes in. He's a whole new guy, guys. I love it. Very so wait, are, are you are you trying to say that uh, <laughs> off of air I have a different persona? Just a bitch. <laughs> what? That's crazy talk. I don't believe You're you. Hilarious. I'm the same guy all the time. <laughs> no. 
Um, no, thank you so much. Seriously, I really, really do appreciate you being here. Um, we are going to get into mm-hmm. your show. Okay. Moosh Boosh. Yep. Shouts out uh, Concrete Glamour and Tamika Gordon. That's the other. That's the the boosh to my moosh. The yin to your well. yang. Yeah. The peanut mm-hmm. butter to your jelly. Yeah. Okay. All right. No, no. Of course. Of course. Um, big shout. Um, I am a huge fan of hers as well. Right. What is she funny? She's hilarious. She's crazy. That's why Tamika. We have a. We're like the sour patch, you know. Together, that's what we were like, sweet and sour. Well, well, well. We've we've talked about the energy that you guys have, and I think you got a little mad at me the last time we talked about it. Um. (laughs) Yeah, because I feel like you know on the show. Mm-hmm. We tend to both, you know, give very um, strong opinions about whatever it is that we're talking about. Right. And this is something that, I, you know, we talked about this, something I've dealt with my whole life is like yeah. my when I say th- things forcefully, it comes off as like I'm al- I'm always upset or always aggressive rude or aggressive or sure. whatever. But Tamika can do a very similar, like strong opinion about something but she's not. She doesn't get the same blowback. Yeah, word. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's a, it's a dynamic that is. You know, I think it, it's we balance each other out very well. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. But sometimes that rubs me the wrong way. You know what I mean. I can it understand it. I can it just understand makes, it. it. It makes me a little like one dimensional to to me. You know what I'm saying. And I know that I'm not. So well. There's that part. That is a great segue Mm -hmm. because you are anything but one-dimensional. We're talking about your podcast, but you have a history in... Listen, you are a DJ. Mm -hmm. You have a history in media production Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, presentation. Okay, let's let's rewind. (laughs) Let's let's, let's rewind a little bit and tell me your story. My story. (laughs) Yeah, of course, of course. (laughs) This makes me think of like... Wait, did... did, did Her... Her dog Chelsea, by the way, oh, might Lord. be bopping around. Um, you know, if you guys hear that in the, the background, click, clack. I was no, I was just looking to see if she left, but I guess she's just laying down. Yeah, in she's spot. she's doing her own thing. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's okay. <laughs> she click clacks like heels, you know, all around the house. It's hilarious. But um, yeah, well, story. It makes me think of the Ray Charles story for some reason. But I like immediately went back to like some like old country location. Not my life at all. But, um, no, I mean, I I just kind of always had this idea that I wanted to do something with music and media. Sure. You know what I mean? And, um, I came to that idea pretty young, but, uh, I still feel like there hasn't, like, been a, the level of success that I've been looking for in, in this, even though it's deep, deep in my spirit and in my heart. Yeah. It's still, like, something that I'm, I guess I'm moving forward towards I'm still looking to to grab onto just a little bit more but yeah um yeah I've been doing radio since like 17 like college radio I decided I wanted to be like Angie Martinez but of like the Jersey vibe you know I I don't I I don't I don't mean to interrupt Mm -hmm. but just um you know I would consider myself a fellow creative yeah and what I can say is just speaking to that frustration that you might feel you know I, I I feel that (laughs) <laughs> the, the, I feel it the same way, but what what I think is beautiful about mm-hmm. being a creative is 
I still do this. Yeah. You know, I, I you know, I, I've I've made a couple of shekels doing mm-hmm. this. Surprisingly, I right. didn't think I was got like, right. like it caught me off guard. But if I never make another dime, mm-hmm. I this moment right now, mm-hmm. like sharing this moment with you, interviewing you right now, this is all I want to do with my life. Word. Word. So I feel like if I can pay the bills with a day job or a night job in my case. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can still follow my dreams and passions. Yeah. I'll follow them till the day I die. Yeah. And I feel very similarly. It's like, you know, you have to pick up both ends of the stick, if that makes any sense. Like it's the good and the bad. Sure. And, um, in terms of being an entrepreneur, because once I decided to become a full-time like DJ and host and personality and stuff, now you have to figure out really kind of got to hustle up like how right. are you gonna how are you gonna pay for things how are you gonna get money how are you gonna pay insurance how are you gonna, like right. where do you get these things from what do you mean by taxes like it's just a lot of things that you just have no concept of so yeah you know i've been like i dipped and dabbed in in that life and modeling and a whole bunch of things for for some time sure and i'm um, still work the day job as a teacher like a high school english teacher i did that i, I see your students commenting Isn't it funny? <laughs> Even forty yet, okay. And I got kids that, and then you hear me say kids. They're right, full right. adults, with children, and careers. Graduated college. I, I, I mean, I, I all can't types ima- of amazing. It things. must be surreal. I just, I can't it even is. imagine. It's so wonderful though to see right. them. It's like it's a beautiful thing because majority of them are the ones that I'm in contact with are doing pretty well for themselves. You know what well, I'm saying? Okay. And, and a lot of these kids are not, they don't come from the best situations or scenarios. You sure. know what I'm saying? I taught at Westside and Newark. Oh, okay. And, um, yes. You know what I'm saying? I, I am from so, Newark. I'm familiar with Westside. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, some of my kids lived through some stuff that was like serious and to see them come out on the Thrive. other side and be like authentically themselves. Like I, I've known them since they were 15 years old. The, you the, know, the, they're kids. The, the, it's almost like the roses that grew yeah, through concrete. Like, they're just so beautiful. Yeah. They really are. And they're children now. And they, I see them, some of them being like amazing parents and, you know, like when they didn't have similar things, but they now make, they're they, doing they're, the right they're, thing. they're they're almost breaking the cycle of yeah, making. Yeah, so it's, that's that's, that's it's beautiful. Good. You're making me a little warm. <laughs> no, 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 that's no. That's, the, that's it's no, it's, but it's a beautiful thing, and you know, I just um, I think that there's, um, and you can tell me if I'm way off base here. Tell me if I'm wrong. I think there is something to be said between um, or. Something to be said for the connection between uh, a teaching role Mm -hmm. and a role as an entertainer, as someone who is uh, delivering news, Mm -hmm. delivering information, Mm -hmm. um, DJing, you know, Mm -hmm. the the various things you do. I think that the skill set is similar. Yeah, definitely. I mean, in all of it. One thing that we used to talk about in in terms of being an educator or mm-hmm. being a, a classroom teacher at that is, you know, of course we don't make that much money, but when you really write down the skill set in terms of managerial, like what that looks like, if it was on a corporate level, we'd be making a hundred thousand dollars or better because I'm 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 able to you know manage hundreds of people a day. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Like Absolutely. and execute whatever every every day. And in yeah. a corporate level, that's way more money than forty thousand dollars, forty five thousand dollars, whatever yeah. you're giving, you know, new teachers or whatever it is. So 
it's like, yeah, when you're doing things, when I'm DJing, I'm still controlling the situation. That's that. Crowd. That is exactly you know? what I was. That's mm-hmm. that's exactly what I was getting at. I'm mm-hmm. glad you said. And that's the word. Like you talk about controlling the crowd. Yeah, Contro- hosting is the same thing. Right. When I'm, you know, if I'm on a mic, if I'm in a space, and I have to. <laughs> I love it. I love it though. I, I hope. I really hope the mic is picking it up. Because she is an absolute <laughs> sweetheart. Um, I was walking this dog one day, and some random man was like, "That dog's gonna take you to Hollywood." And I was like, <laughs> "Okay." Oh, I was, You know, it's funny. So I, think I was. I need to switch, switch, switch my focus. And I was. I was gonna <laughs> ask you. Wait, I was gonna ask you if I could take pictures with your dog yeah. for promotional purposes sure. because I feel a Hollywood vibe. Yeah, she is. She's a smart girl too. The star is born. Yeah, she's smart. <laughs> she's smart. Thank you, God. We, we'll take it any way we can get it. You know, we'll take it any way we can. So, get it. so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to give uh, some uh, some rubs here. So, um, my my voice might not be picked up by the oh mic. Oh my gosh! I get licks. Oh, that was so cool. So, <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. This gives this this gives us more time for you to tell your story <laughs> and tell us how you okay girl I'm coming tell us how you got th- from there to Moosh Boosh and tell us about your partner and your part like you know mm-hmm. let us know how um, that partnership began to flourish and you know okay yeah well um, after a series of internet radio stations i think anybody that's interested in doing some sort of broadcasting you kind of run that whole circuit in some way shape or form so i was on damn near every internet station here in jersey i've been in the bronx and brooklyn and harlem you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. doing different shows so you know um i kind of decided i wasn't gonna do (laughs) internet radio anymore just because it's like, to me, it's all kind of the same. Everybody's, sure. we all end up oversaturating stuff. Yeah. So, and then when you're working under like particular stations and not even like for yourself, now they don't really know how to run the station and they don't really know how to like move us forward in a way or we're trying to support, support the, the internet station, but you're not really getting any type of support. You're like paying right. them. You're, you know what I mean? Trying to get to promote them, but you're the the reason that people are coming here. So it's, it's a very interesting thing. Yeah. So I said, I have to say, um, Tamika and I met, um, some years back, actually, uh, at a, at a show for fashion week or whatever. Okay. And, um, were you both modeling or no, I had just, I went and wore like somebody's clothes okay. for it. And I, I don't know if Tamika was there. She was a, she's a stylist as well. So okay. you know what I mean? She may she have been, been there in that there. capacity. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, we met then and she always tells the story like, Oh, I said to her, like, we, we're going to work together. Again. And I'm like, okay. You know, like she manifested that. it though. She you, you, I, she's I, good at that. So I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bit, I, you, you know me, I'm not a whole yeah. big spiritual person, mm-hmm. but I definitely believe in manifesting that's things. That's law of attraction. That, that, you that's, say it, you know what I mean? Listen, I, I at one point was like, Hey, I'm going to interview you at one point yeah. and I'm sitting here right now interviewing you. In your luscious, amazing studio. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. It's Say beautiful. Again in the studio, right? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're good. So 
Yeah, we met then and then, you know, I think we just kind of stayed in touch via social media for the most part. Right. And then um, she, once I started DJing and all of that, mm-hmm. she was doing a show on a, on a another internet station for a little while. It was doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. And she invited me up <clears throat> and we ended up talking and, you know, all of that. And she really liked the vibe. And she started saying, like, maybe we should do something. I'm like, girl, I'm not doing no more internet. I can't do it. You know what I mean? Like, I was totally right. against it. And I had tried to do it a little bit after that, like, before that. And it was just But you like, still, it still wasn't yeah. what you were feeling. I and get you. And um, then, you know, we just kind of kept seeing each other or interacting or whatever. And then she, Tamika really pushed the issue. Like, I think we, we should do something. It'll be really dope. And I, at that time in my life, and if this is... You know, Chris and I are similar in terms of the Capricorn vibe. You know, if we ever, <laughs> yes. if we ever are in our mind of like this, I'm gonna. This is my year. Yes, I'm gonna do things. You know what I mean? Like I'm 100%. gonna be more social and outgoing, and I'm gonna. You know what I mean? Hence the show. Hence the show that exactly. I have right now. I understand. I'm, you know, I'm like I'm not gonna just say no to everything. Like, you gotta you can't brood. You gotta be around other people. Okay, so. At that time, it's, it's so true. Though. Tamika so says something to me about the show, and I'm like, "Yeah, all right, all yeah, right. let's take, go for take it. The lead. All let's right, do it. Let's just do it." And then, literally, everything she just said, like, "You want to try to find a station?" I'm like, "All right, let's find a station." And then we just let's do the show, and then we just kind of kept going. But our chemistry, we had never the first time we did a show together mm. was like our first time doing a show together. Like that was it. You know what I mean? We only did the one time I came up there. Maybe I went up there another time and talked to her on her show. And then the next time we did any radio together was when we did our first episode of Moosh Boosh. So yeah. we just like naturally have a, 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 a really good, you know, vibe. Rapport. And... Right. Right. Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. I Listen, I am glad that you decided <laughs> to take that leap. Yeah. Um, because I, first of all, I'm a, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Um... We're we're not gonna talk about my um my Android uh editing mishap uh oh, <laughs> for your show. Up. I was supposed so to good. collaborate you. Listen, so <laughs> listen, it's it's, okay, it, it, it's fine. We we won't listen. I'm okay. still Team Android. We're not gonna talk about it. Just okay. You can give me that I look. It's got, fine. It's, you, I can get you to come over <laughs> to the iPhone side. I already got Tamika. Oh, did, oh you, you you converted? Okay, okay, I mean, okay. myself, I have. I can't take all the credit. I know her daughter. You know what I mean? We're okay. kind of pushing for it, too. So. Okay. <laughs> but, yes, I have something to do with that. And now she's very happy with her iPhone. Um, it, it's so sad that it's like a level of... It's not a status. A status. It kind of is. Status, in a, but, okay. But it is at the mm. same time. You know what I'm saying? Like... It is, but it isn't, but it is. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, whatever. Ultimately, but then at the same time, it's always like, hmm, okay. <laughs> mm. You just want to see it pop up blue. That's all. <laughs> so, let, let's let's talk a little more moosh boosh real quick. Yeah. Um, how quickly did you guys realize that was me when I called in to the show? I don't know, Chris. <laughs> I don't know if we ever did until, like, after the fact. I don't, like, whenever you said it, like... Yo, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I think that was our first time taking calls as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what? Yeah, <coughs> we're like looking around, we're like where is it? Hi, like I don't know. I um no I, I again 
being a fan of the show, I saw the opportunity to call in and I said, oh, oh, this is something I'm doing today. Absolutely. So I called in as uh, Eddie from South Jersey, which is technically true. I I didn't lie. That is what I said. And then I think at the end or in the middle, I think one of you is like, I think I know who this is. I think I heard if I I go back and watch the episode, I'm pretty sure at some point. One it of y'all figured it out. Yeah. Heard your voice. Like, <laughs> but um, again, just going back to the show. Tell me your favorite episode so far. Oh my gosh! I, I know it's a loaded question. You're, you're being interviewed. This is this is what it is. My favorite episode. <clears throat> yes. I don't know. Like that's really tough. I feel like. All right. Honestly, I feel like we had. A really, really great two episodes, and that's we don't you ever have that, yeah. um things. We don't right. ever have guests on. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's very rare that we have guests on. Yeah. So I loved our interview with Docs. That was really good. Yeah. I think you had J- a J- J- Javon <laughs> and Javon. Yep. That's the other one. Our very first interview we did with Javon. We talked. I'm tr- about, I'm tr- um, I'm trying. I'm trying to do an interview with him at some yeah. point. I'm, I'm going to link that up. He's a he's a, he's a good book. he's a good dude. Yeah. Uh, book uh, level up. Level up. And yep. he Goes by Doctor Love Joe. Doctor Love. <laughs> it's a good moniker. I respect you know, it. Whatever, I respect whatever. it. I respect I'm, it. I'm with it. So, but those were like to me. Those are standout episodes because I I like to interview. You know what I mean. I don't. Right. We do a, we talk a lot, Tamika and I. You know what I'm saying. So sometimes I think to get like a another, another perspective in there sure. sometimes is good. Absolutely, you know, absolutely. So, yeah, I, I like that. And you know, I think that there's uh, something to be said because again, we've already talked about the chemistry that you guys share. So um, you know, for listeners who uh, are longtime listeners or um, you know, just you know, long term, mm-hmm. uh, they'll know the dynamic that you guys have, yeah. And then it'll be interesting to see how a, a third, you know, voice bounces off, yeah, of that dynamic. That's always fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you look at listen. You talk about any interview show, you know, The View, um, the talk, the, the show. T- wait, I- <laughs> the whatever the fuck, the, you know, I don't know. The everyone sitting around a table. Right. <laughs> About their own perspective, you know. That's pretty much what it is in a nutshell. I had an no, idea. I, mean, it, it, I had an idea for a show years ago called Perspective Porn. That's what okay. Okay. No, I I'm here for this. Go ahead. I'm listening. No, it's just perspective porn. Word. Like, think about how we say like food porn. Okay. Like okay. Okay. Porn. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it just means that you are like kind of obsessed with it and you are like, you know, you gotta you want to watch it more, so, you want to indulge in it. So I feel like perspective when, porn would have been I very ste- similar. When I steal this you idea, I hear it. Okay. <laughs> okay, it's 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 put down. Okay. All right. No. Yeah. It's I like just it. it's just a good name because people are like porn, what do you mean? But like it's just O D on perspective. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I think that's something that uh, I'm I'm good at. And I, I don't want to say that's a Capricorn thing again. But I, I know it's you something know, well, that I'm good at. It might, you know, it might be. Some, let me take something for myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I got something to do with it, you know? <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, I'm good at looking from other, trying to find other perspectives, perspectives. about it. It can't Absolutely. just be mine. You know what I mean? And, uh, that's so important. That's yeah, so, it's so that important. Takes- and I, I'll tell you right now, um, you know, there have been times where I've spoken to friends, I've spoken to you, mm-hmm. um, where 
it may there may be a perspective that's different from mine yeah and i'm not seeing it the way how could you everyone else is seeing right, it yeah. and you need that you know from Absolutely. your friends so it's it's very very important to just kind of you know consider the perspectives of others yep. um and kind of you know bounce them off of your own personal perspective mm-hmm. without ego yeah you know what i mean yeah. without uh coming to it and saying well clearly the way i think that's um what's that the second um Oh, you're about you're about to give us some knowledge. No, <laughs> no you're not. What <laughs> well, what's the the second agreement? Don't take anything personal. Yeah, like that's mm-hmm. that's something I'm right. practicing a lot because I take a lot of things personal. It's hard. It's yeah. hard for me, but but it, it it's it's necessary. Yeah, it's necessary. Yeah, absolutely. More so, yeah. That's what that whole scenario is about. Just not taking it personally. Focusing on like what it is that you. I mean. Not disrespecting anybody else's perspective, but just understanding, like, you know, this is where you stand and that's okay. And wherever they stand, that's okay, too. Right. You know. It doesn't have anything to do with you if you don't (laughs) agree. Because that's that's a hard thing. Like, you don't agree. Absolutely. That's that's coming at me, it. You take it personal. Personal, uh, I've definitely been guilty of that, 100%. So, um... I don't want to wrap this up. I really don't. <laughs> but I kind of. But he, I mean, you know, we had it was we. He, did, he, he like told me I had to go get an Uber from my own house. Just that's now. not. A, that's that's not true. It's <laughs> like you know. I don't know. I mean, I did mention I had to go to work. I'm not. I'm not trying to be rude. No. But if you could start putting your shoes on, that would be helpful. Yeah. No, no. I listen. Listen. We first of all, we already talked off the air for a good chunk of time we before did. this even we started. So, don't play a brother like that. No, is no, that what no. the kids say these days? I don't know how. That is not. What the that's kids not say. what the kids say. Play don't play a brother like that. <laughs> that no. I, yeah, no. I can almost guarantee that's not what. They I don't know. I mean, people have told me I have like a smooth black feel. <laughs> I can't. <believe> <laughs> You should see the hand motions. There are I'm hand doing. motions that go along with, and they're not they're not smooth or suave. They're very Donnie Simpson. I am not crustaceous. <laughs> That's what they are. They're very like a crab movement. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Very yeah. So, so all right. <laughs> um, please give everyone all of your socials. The show. Everything ready, go. Not my social security number. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) Um, all right. Well, follow me on Instagram at more Sienna, please. Um, also follow, of course, Tamika Gordon on Instagram. Hers is at concrete glamour. Um, and then you can follow the both of us at (laughs) the real moosh boosh on IG. Um, you can like and subscribe to us on YouTube at The Real Moosh Boosh as well. And, um, yeah, I guess, like, Facebook is cool, but that's, like, my personal thing. So, like, yeah. Mm, it's like, we don't need to do all that today. You know, like, every, this thing on the IG side, we got to bump those numbers up. Like, <laughs> there's a cap on Facebook, isn't it? There like, really, no, there really is. It's you weird. Know? You know, it's kind of weird. Instagram is like, sky's the limit. Yeah, you know? I, so. I've noticed that myself. The yeah. algorithms, I've been trying to play with them, but. We'll work it out. Yeah, that's that's a that's a discussion for another day. It's funny because as we finish, 
Look who comes in the room. <laughs> Look who comes in the room and is begging me for rubs. Oh, it's fine. Wait, hold on. No rubs? You gonna you gonna come up? You're gonna come up, aren't you? Yeah. Wait, oh I, I hope I really hope the kid. Wait, hold on. Let, let, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna bring the mic down. Wait, hold on. She's not gonna she's not gonna try oh, come, that she's not gonna do it. Come here, puppy. Let's see. Let's see if she does it. Let's see if she does it. Let's see if she does it. Let's see if we get her. Uh, no, 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 you're, you're right. You're true. That's what children do. You, you know, know that. It's but like, you know say what? daddy, say it. And they look at you like. But, you, but just like a, just like a child, you know her. Word. You know her. <laughs> she never does it when you want her on command. This is why she doesn't. I don't know about the star quality of this dog. We need to make sure it comes on command. You know what I'm saying? First thing I said to you when you came in was what? I have to train the to dog. To train the dog. That's the, the, as soon as I, I came to, to the door. The if I train her, that she may be the ticket. <laughs> she may be the ticket. Earn your keep, puppy. Earn your keep. That's what your mama said. Right. More Sienna, please. Right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so kid. much for being on the show. This We're was high. amazing. It was. <laughs> yeah, and we will be back right after this. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by looking at people suspiciously when they cough. Hey, uh, you ain't got the COVID, do you? She was coughing. This episode is brought to you by your friend in the car that knows the directions better than the GPS does. I told you to make a left. In that last interview, you may have heard me mention wanting to talk to someone named Dr. Love, Javon Jones. He's somebody that I always wanted on the show, and I was fortunate enough after my interview with Morsi and please to actually get him on the show the way I wanted. I guess it's kind of you know, one of those things where you manifest what you want in the world, right? So uh, without further ado, my interview with Javon Dr. Love Jones. Let's take a listen. I have been looking to get on the show for quite some time, so I'm very fortunate to have them here with me today. Uh, I'm going to be speaking with the author of Level Up, Javon Dr. Love Jones. Dr. Love, thank you so much for being here with me today. Man, thank you. Thank you for having me on. I am grateful to be here on this platform and I'm just grateful to spread this message and let's do it. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so let's just, let's just jump right in. Um, why don't you start from the beginning and just tell us what the book is all about and what inspired you to put, uh, well, I don't want to say pen to paper, maybe uh, more like fingers to laptop. Well, to be 
really accurate, it's really fingers to phone. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, what made me decide to do this, though, was, um, well, first, before I go into that, the book is called Level Up, How to Start Living Your Best Life Now. The reason why I decided to write this book was because I was going through, I went through some things a few years ago. I went through depre- depression mm. and going through depression, I realized that there was more for me to do in life and I was not doing it. And that was the most frustrating thing for me is because I, I, I felt that I had all the capabilities. I've been putting the work, I've been putting all the sweat equity, but mm. my circumstances around me was not changing what was changing inside of me. So that's what got me into a phase to decide to now I'm just going to focus and work on myself. Right. Through working on myself, I realized, man, I've, I've accounted so, for so much information. There's so much material that I have within me and I knew I needed to leave it out. I need to put it out there because anything can happen to me. If I transition out of this life form, all my thoughts, passions, ideas goes with me. Mm, if, I put mm. it, if I put it in a book or I put it out there, then those information is going to outlive me and it's going to be able to still affect change. One of, my right. favorite, one of my favorite books was Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. He wrote that back in 1937. Mm. <laughs> and to this day, is one of the greatest self-help books in history. And you know, and he passed away, I would say, about over 60, 65 years ago. So mm-hmm. today, that has that impact. And and what the book is about, the book is called Level Up, once again, Level Up, How to Start Living Your Best Life Now. And this book is about personal development, showing you how through your mind, body, and spirit, based on the experiences that you have, based on the things you went through and the things that you have right now, how can you make your, how can you live your best version of life? How can you be the best version of yourself? These are the things that I talk about in the book and I'm covering different topics that is geared to personal development and things that it don't cost you to make changes within. Okay. Okay. Um, one question. Um, how long did it take to write? Mm. All right, so we put out all the the different the different writers blocks I had going through this. <laughs> I would say for me to just write it out before editing kicked in, it took me about a good eight nine months. Okay, and that's literally not inconsistent. Um. That's not me being consistent. That was me going through my lapses, going through what I was doing with starting a new career. I had moved out of my location, so I was still getting acclimated to the new area that I was living and Mm -hmm. I was doing different things. And so just writing a book was not the most consistent thing, but I did say, I stayed consistent, but it wasn't like I was writing a chapter every day or writing a, a page every day or whatever. I went sporadically. I went times I went through a month without writing, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so, but that was the part of the mission is to stay the course. And that's why I ended up doing. And that's why I had, I end up publishing the book. I think when, whenever, whenever we're talking about uh, the creative process, I think there's something to be said 
um, for, you know, for uh, people not necessarily wanting to see how the sausage is made. Uh, because behind the scenes, uh, you know, I mean, in front of the scenes, rather, it, it can oftentimes seem as if, oh, someone put out a book, oh, someone put out this piece of content, it seems so easy. But, um, you know, I, I know, you know, you're talk you were talking about, you know, it being a nine month process, but that's not all direct work. It's, you know, there's back and forth, ups and downs, uh, life gets in the way. Um, but, you know, here we are and you still uh, were able to get get it out, get your get your get your idea, get your uh, your vision out there in a, in a, in a physical, tangible way. Um, so I, the next thing I guess I want to ask you is um, can you give some advice for people who uh, may have problems uh, finishing projects or um, you know seeing things through to completion? All right. Um, for starters, I love the the sausage working. Um, that that that's a great analogy to use to compare it because everybody everybody look at the finished product and say, "Yo, this is beautiful." Congratulations, but they don't know the ugly, the ugliness it went into making it work. You know, so so for the um for any listener, here's the thing, and I had to learn this personally. You're not gonna be perfect, especially you're doing something for your first time. If you if you're writing an album right now and you've never recorded an album before, you don't know the process. You don't know what the engineer got to do. You don't know about the marketing. You don't know anything outside of the fact that I could sing, rap, or perform anyway on a musical beat or record. That's all you know. And there's so much things that happen outside of your control that it's going to take a while. And then there's some things that's going to happen that's within your control that's going to change because you're doing something for the first time and the energy that goes into it, you're not prepared. You're not measuring your energy. You don't know what's going to happen. When something that don't go your way, how are you going to respond? These things take time. But the thing that I tell everybody is, it's not about doing things perfect, perfectly, but you're doing it purposely. See, whenever mm. you're doing something, you're doing for a purpose. And the purpose is... Whatever you assign to it, for me to write this book, I wanted to I wanted to change the world with my book. I wanted to change the way we approach self development. Self development for me, a lot of times when I look at different motivational speakers and people that are talking about self development, everyone talks about the outside in, meaning they talk about all the things you can achieve, all the things you can do, and they'll they'll touch on reading books and this and that. No, there's a whole spiritual work that you have to do within because whenever you're not aligned with who you are, I could tell you what books to read. I could tell you the steps to do it. I could tell you all of that. It's not going to get done if you're not right within. As Lauren Hill says, how are you going to win if you're not right within? Mm, mm. Everything, everything starts with yourself. Yes. Mm, mm. I, um, I think, I, I think there's a lot to that personally. Um, you know, I'll tell you right now, um, you know, just, you know, working from my personal creative process, uh, you know, if, if I'm not, uh, if I'm not in the right frame of mind, it, it doesn't matter what's going on with me externally, everything could be, uh, clicking on all cylinders, everything could be lined up, but, you know, I'm the, the starting point for any, uh, creative endeavor that I enter into. 
And, you know, I would I would think and, you know, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I would think it's very much the same where, you know, hey, you want to you want you want you want to write a book, you want to promote it, you want to get it out there. Um, you know, none of that is going to work or line up well uh, if you just as you said, like, how are you going to win if you ain't right within? If, if, if you're not centered and you're not, uh, you know, in a good place and looking at things, you know, in, in, in the most positive manner that you can, it's not going to work. No, you, you didn't, you're not putting words more. You're, you're saying exactly my, you're, you're echoing my sentiments exactly because I'm the same way. I've learned, listen, the reason why I've, I went through depression was because I wasn't right with it. And mind you, I've been on my entrepreneur path for a while. I've done different businesses, different ideas, different events, different things. And it never, it never reads the results that I felt that it needs to, to, to have. And I put in the work, I put in the time, I've done everything. But the thing about what we have to learn is that it don't matter the effort and the energy you put into it. You have to be in the, within that space, in the right space to receive what you may not be able to receive because there are things I missed when I didn't mm. make it. There's things I missed. There's things that if I just got this one right, a little tweak, if I just had a better energy going into it, I would have succeeded in different things. And when I mm. went to myself and I looked within, I realized I, I, it's not that I dropped the ball is that I wasn't even in the game because I allowed other things to take me out the game. I allowed mm -hmm. things that did not matter take me out the game. I allowed certain things. So when I worked on me, it I'm always in the game as long as I'm on the court. But sometimes you take yourself out the game by not participating in the things that you need to participate in. So that is something I had to learn within me and balancing. And another thing I want to add too is that I, my book came out May 1st, 2020. I started writing a book in 2015. Okay. So okay. It's not the same book because what ended up happening is the book that I had then was based on principles, things I've learned. I learned a lot of stuff I need to put in the book. Plus, I wanted to do speaking. I was motivational speaking. I was doing different tips, different stuff, trying to get people on the entrepreneur path. Mm. But what happened was everything I was speaking was from an idealistic sense. And there's nothing wrong with ideas. There's nothing wrong with it. But what happened was for me to touch souls, I had to ex have some lived experience. So when I tell people, I know what it feels to be depressed. I know what it feels to be unhappy. I know what it feels to feel like you are not achieving anything. I know that feeling from firsthand because I went through it. And when I and when anybody reads my book, they're going to sense the realness and the authenticity that I speak from. And I'm not just speaking from just these stuff I heard somebody else say. I lived a lot of this stuff. Right. 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 You, you've gone through it. You've gone through the process. You've you've you know, the, the ups, the downs. So you're speaking from a place of authenticity um, and, and accuracy, uh, you know, because I, I think that is uh, a problem in, in our modern discourse where um, the, the a lot of times when people uh, talk, the, the facts and uh, the um, 
the true experience of people don't matter. It's like anyone on Twitter can throw out an opinion without having walked the walk, without having, you know, lived that life. Um, but, you know, again, I, I think what you're saying is that, you know, you you have done that. So when you're speaking to something, you're not speaking out of turn. You're not, you're not speaking out of turn or speaking uh, towards uh, something that you have not had an intimate experience with. Would that be accurate or? That's pretty, that's very accurate. And what, what I've learned is that we have books, we have information. One of the things that we're in, especially the world today, we're oversaturated with information. So how do you decipher from what's true factual information or what's from idealism or personal perspective? And that comes from your personal perspective. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's pretty simple. So when you, listen, there's some things I'm going to talk about in my book that you might not, you might not relate to everyone. But my goal is not to be relate, relative to every person that is living, breathing, walking. My goal is to attract those who understand and who can attest to this, and those who may not be in that same place to be able to understand somebody that might be going through that and how, because how we help people is by displaying the things that is going wrong with us. I, I sit here and I tell everybody all the time, if I came here and all I talk about is the, how much money I made, how much success I've had, how many the different type of things that alliance with success I did, but I never told you how I got there. It would just be an all disconnect. And this is, and as you said, this is what we see all the time. We see somebody, you could be watching a YouTube channel, somebody come out, hop out of their fancy car talking about, you know, tips and this and coach with me and this and that. And mm. all that's cool. I don't knock nobody for what they do, but I'll always say is, and this is what I've learned from my mentors, people don't care how much they know, how much you know until they know how much you care. And if you don't seem like the person that's coming from the heart, from the heart space, then mm. it's not going to be received by those people. There are some people might just jump on it because they see the money and they want to be where you're at. But for me, what I've learned this is that this is soul. This is my spirit. This is who I am. This is my essence of my being that I put into everything I do. And if I can't, if you can't connect to who I am from that, then it may not be something you can learn from me. Maybe your assignment is with somebody else. And that's mm. you, I, you know, one, one thing um, you uh, said just now um, that, I mean, listen, <laughs> well, I, I think, I think we're, we're very much uh, in, in tune on the same page on, on a lot of things just to be, quite frank. However, um, one thing you just mentioned was mentorship. And um, I am a huge proponent, I'm a huge proponent of uh, mentorship and uh, just the idea of it. Um, I think that everyone can use a mentor and a mentor doesn't necessarily have to be a parental figure that's older than you. They could be younger than you. They could be you know, from, you know, it's, it's, it's more so about uh, someone that can guide you and help you through your journey with, you know, their experiences. Um, so, you know, just, just, you know, kind of tying into everything else you were saying, I think that, you know, that really um, is a, um, 
I think that's really a central component of everything else you were saying. So with that being said, um, I don't want to get off on too much of a tangent because uh, we're, 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 we're running low on time, but I think we're going to have to go a little over time here. So it, it, it is what it is because the, convers- the conversation is too good. So can you tell me, I'm just going to ask this question and I'm going to let you rock. Uh, can you just tell me about some mentors that have helped you in your journey and your process? All right, so um, before I get to your answer, um, I want to definitely tell you how important mentorship is because it is literally in chapter four of my book. (laughs) I talk about the purpose of mentorship. And there's another thing, you use the term process earlier. And that's how I title each of my chapters in my book. So instead of chapter one, it's process one, process two, mm. process three. And the reason why, because the word process for me is, is, is a double entendre. It's the first thing is a process. It takes time for you to process anything, any new information, anything you learn is going to take time to process. But there's also a process that you have to follow to get to, to where you want. So there are two different, so there are two dualistic meanings that comes to process. And I wanted to use that as a way to separate my book from somebody else. Because when you read something from me, we're going to go by each process. We're not just, mm. you know, it's not just steps. It's, it's a process that we have to follow to get to this. So now to get to your question about mentorships. One of the first mentors that I mentioned and the person that guided me and who got me onto this path. And mind you, I have to say, when I was going through depression, I was the happiest depressed person you will find. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you, you wouldn't know a thing. I'm still showing up. I'm still smiling. I'm still doing that because I, if I always felt that if I'm somber because I'm the light, and I say this humbly, I'm the light in most, in most rooms that I walk into. So sure. if I come in with dark energy, dark and thing, I'm messing up the vibe for everybody. That's the responsibility I felt within. So if I was going through something, I still felt that I had to still show up with my game face, which is my smile and keeping that same jovial energy that I have. But when it came to my first coach, my mentor, Takia Diamond, that is the first person that that saw value in me and took me under her wing as far as personal growth. Now, this is because I've had coaches and stuff, and they've they've added value to me. But Takiya was probably the first one that took me in and um and saw value in mm. what I was doing and. She realized, and that was, and she was assigned to me. And that's what it was. And when I was going through depression, she was the only person to figure it out. She the one that said it, like you're you're depressed, because to be honest, I knew I can't even come. I was so in that space, I could not say I was depressed. I just said I wasn't happy. Something ain't right. I don't feel good. And it's just all of these things. And like, yeah, you're going through depression. I'm like, yeah. So she was the first person in. Trust me, I wouldn't have written a book. I wouldn't have gotten to where I've gotten in personal development if it wasn't for her. So she was the first mentor I had mm. as far as personal. Now, the second is who I got right now, who I've, who's coaching me right now. And he goes by Bobby B. Jenkins. And salute to him. 
I met just, him. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't, I, don't, I, I apologize. I don't mean to interrupt. Just say it one more time because on my end, there was a little audio interference. I don't know if that came through. I just want you to say his name one more time. I'm, okay. I apologize. No, that's perfect. Uh, Bobby B. Jenkins. And, you know, he, he, he's a, another coach that I attracted based on him reading my book. <laughs> reading my book, he was connected to somebody I knew. Actually, he, he his wife is somebody that I knew out here and where I live, out here in Florida. And mm-hmm. when he read it, he reached out to me. We ended up connecting. He added so much value. And that's somebody that, that I coach with to this day at this moment as well. Now, those are my personal coaches. I'm not going to sit here and mention those two and not mention the other coaches that added value to me from the times I was in. I had to start out with Gerald Holloway over at Essex County, who was probably one of the first people when I was going to college. They taught me leadership and growth. And it took a while. <laughs> I was shout, shout, out, shout out to Essex County College, by the way. There's a lot of good people there. I, that, that's where I met uh, uh, my friend Shahid. Shout out to Shahid Woods. Um, anyway, oh. Yeah, salute to Shaheed, my man. <laughs> Listen, we, we, have, we, we, have, we have way more mutual friends than you might think, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I realized that now because I was sitting here thinking about it. I was sitting here looking like I, I saw a post and then you tag somebody. I'm like, wait, you friends with this? We got a lot of people. We- <laughs> and it shows you when you're like in the Essex County area of mm-hmm. New- how small that circle is, but how big it, really it is. is. A lot of people. <laughs> it's crazy. But but let me let me let me not interrupt. Uh, so you were talking about as it's kind of, go ahead, go ahead. Just go over. So Daryl Howard is the first one. I'm gonna be quick quick too. So Daryl Howard is the first one that comes to mind at this. I talk about Louis Jean Bar for another business I was in. Definitely took me in and gave me a lot of tips and stuff. I also want to um mention Eric Hawkins, who who kind of became like a father figure for another business I was in and definitely helped me get to this point. So though I I, I talk about the two coaches I had because they were for more personal soul purpose reasons and the others were for the time and period that I was around them, they still had much impact. And I don't want to be remiss and not mention those guys. Mm. Okay. 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 Um I really don't want to cut this off, but uh, we're running out of time, man. I'm so sorry. Okay, first thing, first things first. I just want to say a couple of things before we get out of here. I want to thank you for being here on the show. Um, I appreciate you. Um, you are a good man. You are a, a, a just a stand-up brother. I, you know, I, I, I have uh, followed you from afar for a little while now. Um, uh, spoiler alert, I, I, I have, uh, <laughs> it was funny, you were saying a few things about the book. It, it's not as if the book hasn't been in my hands, uh, you know, pages, thumb, you know, as, as, I, as I thumb through and look, look through. Um, one of our, one of our mutual friends, one of, one of our, one of our mutual friends uh, has a copy that I was able to uh, <laughs> check out. Um, so just, just in, in all seriousness, I really just want to thank you so much for being here. Um, tell everybody where okay well actually before before you tell everybody where they can find you give me one last thought on the book um just you know 
whatever parting thought you want people to be left with today. And then once you give them that parting thought, let them know where they can purchase the book uh, and where they can find you on social media and the world at large. All right. So, um, so right now, will you? One thing I want to tell about the book at the end of the day is that it's all relevant to the time and day that we're in right now. We're going through a new age from a universal standpoint. There's so much new information. There's so much things. I talk about chakra points and how to work on balancing your chakras. And I talk about spirituality and incorporating that into self-development. And we are in an age of spiritualpreneurs, people who are do who are entrepreneurs, but they're leading from a spirit. And this book is one of the things that helping people guide them during this because one thing I can tell you now, it's not too many books I've came across that is speaking on spirituality and personal development and trying to get your money right at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so this is one of the few books that's doing that. Um, so, and what you could do is you can find me. I am Dr. Love Jones on Instagram. You can follow me, Dr. Underscore Love Jones. You can follow me on Twitter, Dr. Love Jones underscore. Facebook, Javon A. Jones, Javon Dr. Love Jones. You can find me on Facebook as well. And that's the extent of my social media platform at, at this current moment. And also, if you want to purchase the book, it is available on Amazon right now. You can go on Amazon, look up Level Up, How to Start Living Your Best Life Now. You can also contact me. I have copies here. I will sign I will sign and send you a copy because of quarantine. I haven't been able to do too many um, book signing events, but I'm still offering the opportunity to sign it and send it to people. And that's available. Also, last thing, I do have an audio book that I have right now. As of right now, I'm working on the platforms it's going to be on Amazon, available on, on, on Audible very soon. Also on iTunes. Um, I'm waiting. I'm I'm doing the finalization um, process on the on the audio book that with those with those platforms. But as of right now, if you contact me, I can definitely get an audio book to you as well. So that's that. And and I want to also cap it off because I appreciate the compliment that you gave me. I've been connecting and following what you're doing. I think that you are a great entertaining person. You have some of the funniest stuff on social media. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. But at the same time, when we're connected with the same people, trust me, you character shows by the people you're connected with. And I see that kind of person. You're a solid guy. And salute to you and everything you're doing. I salute you for this platform, and I hope that I look for you to do some big things with this platform right here. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I appreciate that. Again, um, everyone, you got his social medias. Um, you know, he talked about the audio book. Uh, he talked about the physical book. And, okay, we're talking about a signing. Listen, I want to know how I can get my signed copy because, again, I, I don't want to keep having to uh, – 
sneak and grab the book uh, from, <laughs> from, from somebody's house. I want to I, I want to be able to support in a real way. So if that means I get a signed copy, oh man, I want a nice message. I, 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 I you gotta let me know off air what I gotta do, man. <laughs> got you. Listen, you gonna talk off air? I got you on a copy. I, I if I'm in Jersey recently, I might be able to deliver it to you personally. Or, hey, <laughs> I'm with I'm with it. I'm come come through. I'll cook I'll cook a dinner and uh, we'll 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 talk turkey, man. Like let's let's do it. I'm, I'm there. I'm there. Definitely, brother. Definitely, brother. Let's ch- chat on this. But thanks again, man. I appreciate this look. No, of course. Listen, everyone. Uh, Javon Doctor Love Jones. Please follow him on social media. Check out the book. Level up. And if you want to level up. One, let me add. No, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. Go, of course. Of course. And I want to emphasize the title of the book as well. The title okay. of the book is called Level Up. So it's showing you how to get to the next level and showing you how to live your best life now. Not next week, not after Christmas, not when you get your taxes, not for your birthday. We're talking about now, this present moment. And the reason why I emphasize now is because many people believe success starts when you have the stuff. No, success starts when you make a decision to be successful. And that's right now. Anybody can do that without a cost. Mm. Okay. No, I listen. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you put that final touch on it. Um, just so people know. Just so people know exactly what the intention is, what you're trying to do, because what you're trying to do, I think, is really important. Yeah. Man. So, thank you. Thank so, you. no, you're very welcome. We're gonna. We're. I. Th- I. I, I want to do this again sometime soon. Um, Listen, uh, if you're in Jersey, uh, drinks and food on me. Uh, we'll make it happen. And uh, again, just thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. And um, after uh, after a little short message, we will get to uh, some listener calls. So we'll be back right after this. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by House Phones. Whether you're at your great-grandmother's house or the cable company bullied you into getting one like they were the mafia. House Phones. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by your junk drawer. Whether you're looking for a pen, a rubber band, maybe some super glue, or a soy sauce packet. It's probably in the junk drawer. Just look there first. In my last episode, I discussed some snacks that a friend of mine got me. So in that spirit, I asked some of my listeners to call in and tell me about some of their favorite foods or snacks. Let's take a listen. Hey, Chris, how's it going? James Boker here. And I just wanted to talk to you real quick about tacos. Every week on Tuesday, my wife and I have Taco Tuesday since the perfect weekly meal because they're so versatile. Steak, chicken, ground beef, it doesn't really matter. There's no wrong answer. Tacos are tacos are tacos are tacos and tacos 
are my favorite food. Yeah, hello. This Miss Harris. I love me some green beans, some collars, string beans, snap beans, bush beans, rattlesnake beans, Kentucky Wonder, long beans. Just give me some grains. I salt them, steam them, boil them, and bake them. Because I love them. What's up, Chris? This is Brian. Uh, Taylor ham, egg, and cheese for me. That is my favorite food on a bagel. It is an explosion of flavor. Morning, noon, night, anytime. I love it. And I know how much you love cheese. I really hope you enjoyed this, the longest episode yet of Things You Don't See Every Day with Chris Taliaferro. If you would like to follow us on social media, you can do so by going on Facebook and uh, typing in at Things You Don't See Podcast. You can also do that same thing on Instagram, just uh, type in at Things You Don't See Podcast. It's the same on Facebook and Instagram. We're also on YouTube. Just type in Things You Don't See Every Day with Chris Taliaferro. We pop right up. And if you're in the market for a hoodie, a t-shirt, maybe a coffee mug or a sticker, you can go to our merch site, which is uh, teespring.com forward slash things you don't see every day. Thank you so much. Take care.